Phoenix International Raceway. We're buds with those guys. They called us earlier this week, saying, "Hey, man, you want to talk to Ross Chastain?" Yeah, yeah, we knocked it out. This was uh, towards the tail end of this. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? All right, Crasher says Wednesday. And again, some things that he says in this interview kind of lead to where we are now with Ross Chastain and Team Trackhouse making a whole hell of a lot of noise. Uh, and he joins us now, Freak Nation. Running for the NASCAR Cup Championship for 2022, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Ross, I'm surprised that you damn near made it on time because one of the quotes that you said earlier this week that you want to win Martinsville because you want that damn grandfather's clock because you're always freaking late. Bro, you're running for a championship. You can't be late, man. Not not late on the track, just late pretty much in all other aspects of my life. So, yeah, uh, I think a grandfather clock in the living room would be nice. Where does that come from? Because there are certain people in my life that are always late, and they'll say, hey, I mean, I'll be there at 8 o'clock, and they're there at 8.15. Where does that stem from, Ross? Well, okay, so and I, I am biased to myself, but look, I say I'm late. If you say eight o'clock, I'm there at eight. Now, if you count the seconds, that might be like closer to eight oh one, but I'm there at eight. But I was raised that if you're not fifteen minutes early, that you're late. And I just that early part, I just can't get it. So in my mind, eight o'clock, you know, is late for an eight o'clock anything. Um, yeah, I just that early. St- I just I'm there at eight, and it means eight o'clock. I'm sorry, that is not late. That is on time. And for anybody, and I no disrespect to your parents, but I've got fe- several family members myself who do the 15 minute thing too. No, that's early. I on agree. time is eight o'clock. I agree, but I've been told I'm late and I just can't get on the other side of it. And I'm about to turn 30. <laughs> and uh, it's just, I've accepted it now. I'm going to be there at the time we said no early, hopefully not late. You Rock. probably don't want to hear this. Sorry, Kenny. You probably don't want to hear this, but the only thing in my entire life, and it wasn't until my 40s that actually got me on time. And again, I'm on time, not 15 minutes early, was getting married and having a kid. Because then then it's not you anymore. It's up to the baby. It's up to the kid. So I know you don't want to hear that, but I will say you've got some time. It's okay. <laughs> Ross Chastain joining us here in the Freak Nation, running for track house racing. Ross, let's go back to prior to the L.A. Coliseum. What kind of conversations were you having with your team in regards to driving that race car and winning? Was it, hey, just give us your best, Ross? Because you certainly couldn't anticipate that you'd have a chance to be the final four in Phoenix. Yeah, look, we... For sure. We, we had very modest goals based on uh, both the the one car that I'm driving now, but we were the 42 car last year at Ganassi and the 99 last year with, with Daniel and the track house group. Uh, we were two separate, obviously, entities. And then when we merged together, when they acquired us, um, you know, we, we had very modest goals, but we still prepared and talked about executing and winning. And then it was the L.A. Coliseum where I didn't even make the feature. I didn't make it through the B-Main, the last chance race, anything uh, to transfer in. So I was on an airplane headed home while those guys were running the clash. We went to the Daytona 500. We finished last. We were the, we were the first car out of the race. Um, we went to California. I wrecked in practice, and then I spun out in the race. Like We had a very humbling beginning of the year, so we really – just wanted to get on track and finish some races. And then we go to Vegas and Phoenix and run third, second, and win Coda. 
um, we got we got the season on track pretty quick. So to what do you attribute that turnaround? I mean, Coda was amazing. I, I still have visions of you on top of your car launching the watermelon. But to what do you attribute that success? Because it wasn't just Coda. It wasn't just Vegas and Phoenix having some decent finishes. Tala freaking Dega. I mean, and then now look what you've done these last couple of weeks as well. Your consistency has been there. But let's just be honest here. You've also had some run-ins with drivers so that it's kind of put your... I don't know your your impression on on fans as being up and down. And does this guy deserve to be a champion? Oh my gosh! But you've proven a lot on track. So how do you prove otherwise to detractors out there? Yeah, we knew early on in really preseason testing back in January that we had fast cars, and that the track house and, and Chevrolet Group had a handle on it. Uh, but until you put into action in the races, I had never won a race in the Cup Series or even really truly controlled a race and competed for the win. So until we went and did that uh, at Vegas, at Phoenix, we, we weren't sure. Um, and look, there, yeah, there's a lot that's happened. I've learned a lot. A lot of the people, you know, a lot of everybody that watches the sport and has watched Trackhouse and myself this year are learning about us right alongside us. I'm learning through these processes. So yeah, we might get slammed one week. We might get people that talk bad about it's, it's fine because we're learning as we go. And uh, that's not going to keep us from uh, moving forward and trying to put our best foot forward. Wow. Ross Jastain, dude, you're my guy. I've stuck with you all year long, even when all the clowns were complaining about you. Uh, and I'm I'm taking you, and you've got to come forth forward with this championship. You talk about being on time. <laughs> oh, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. But you talk about being on time. Now is the time for you to take over the Cup Series. Well, I, I appreciate that. So you've been with me all year. Like this, this group has been with me. Statman, be honest with yourself. You were on his bandwagon the end of last year. And then you were you were riding things through the end of the season. I mean, you were one of the early ones. So, yes, Statman deserves the praise. Right. I like it. I appreciate that. You're my guy. I love anybody who upsets the apple cart and anybody that is the center of complaints. I got to look at that guy. And every time I looked at you racing, you were beating the guys that were complaining. And to me, that's <laughs> like, yeah, go for it, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it is a bit the continuation of last year. So although we're we're track house now, we've got new management, new ownership. Uh, a lot of things are different. The 42 car of last year is the one car. And uh, with a few tweaks and, and, a, and a new mindset, uh, from from Justin and and Pitbull uh, down through the company that that this is our arrival and uh, we're here to to upset the established teams. What about what is it about Trackhouse? It's come on board with a world renowned entertainer and a guy who used to race, and you guys have been just knocking them down, knocking pins down all year. Knocking down the watermelons all year. So you, what is it? What's happened at Trackhouse to make you guys uh, competing for a Cup Series championship? You know, it starts with with the ownership group. the The reason that 
Justin and Pitbull Armando started Trackhouse, the race team was because of this new car that the France family and NASCAR, uh, you know, were bringing to the Cup Series. This new next gen car, Gen Seven, is is totally goes against everything the sport has stood for and how it's operated for its an entire lifespan of NASCAR forever. And we don't build the cars anymore. We buy them and then we assemble them. So we, as Justin saw that as his opportunity to get into owning a cup team, he got a head start a year early last year. And really that, that acceptance that that's how he wanted his, was going to operate his team. Then with our president, Ty Norris, one of our first meetings this year, even I think it was back in November of last year, as we became track house two car team with Daniel and I, it was, look, this is going to be different and you don't have to work here. If you don't like it, if you want to do something else, that's fine. But track house fully believes in the new car. We know there's going to be issues. We know there's going to be problems. We're going to have failures, but we've had failures for the entire life of NASCAR. Let's make this the best we can make it. This is why we're here and why the track house brand Although it's going to be bigger than two NASCAR Cup teams in the near future, you're going to see it continue to grow. Mm. Or it's two car team in NASCAR. It's it's this is the reason that it's here. So um, that was a little scary to hear at the time because it goes against everything that we've known about the sport ever since I've watched. But um, that's really resonated with all of us and myself. It, it made me look in the mirror and say, "Yeah, this is my car. I want to make it the best I can, it can be." His name is Stan, man, we got to get the heck out of here. But his name is Ross Chastain, dropping a bomb in there that a Formula One driver is going to be driving the third car for <laughs> track house racing. It did not. But they are there in drag racing, yeah. they're with IndyCar. Yeah. It's, hey, Ross, it's fun to watch. This is awesome, man. Uh, That's true. Statman's been on your bandwagon from the get go, buddy. Go out and kick some ass, will you? Appreciate it, guys. We'll try to make you proud.